What's poppin' and welcome to Popcorn with Cholo Sadiarian, your stop for all things pop, where we talk about all things pop culture from here in the Philippines to the rest of the globe. And of course, we're still at home because this lockdown is taking forever here in our country. Galingan nyo naman, please. <laughs> but today is another special episode because we have a special guest, an extra special guest, right here with us. Um, one of my good friends, actually, hindi lang siya artist that I work with. I consider her a good friend and I'm super excited to have her on here because I love her music and I want you guys to like discover her and know more about her. Let's welcome singer-songwriter Isa Rodriguez. Hello, Isa. Hello. Oh my gosh. It was so exciting to see you in that element. Wow. <laughs> Do you, iba, yung, iba yung vibe pag nagmi-meeting tayo. Ganun. Very serious pag meeting. Ganun. Yes, but you know, kamusta ka, Isa? I mean, we we talk, but like right. on the record, how are you? How's the pandemic? You know the usual question that every time you're on a radio show or on a TV show, online show. Oh, so what have you been up to? <laughs> oh my gosh, that question has been something that I always dread because a lot of people expect you to answer like, oh, I learned how to cook or I learned yeah. how to do this and that, but I didn't really do anything. Like, I mean, I didn't learn a new skill. Um, If anything, the first few months of the lockdown, I just really was trying to survive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then towards the middle of it, um, I, I kind of channeled all that energy and all that all the emotions into songwriting. So yeah, I've been I've been writing a lot. I've been working on my music a lot. And there's yeah. some really good stuff coming from there, I must yes. say. I mean, marami na nakakarinig. I think, I mean, I guess before anything else, I mean, before we get into your actual music, let's let people know you a bit more. I mean, when how, how long have you been doing this? Since you were grade four? Yeah, I started writing when I was in grade 4. It was kind of weird because I started writing in grade 4 and then I figured that I could carry a tune in first year high school. And then I started doing gigs first year college. So there's long gaps in between. But you know, it's like a nice process that you were able to like get all these skills and then now you're here, you're in the industry, you're trying to make it with your really good songs. I mean, I, I hear a lot, I mean, about Isa Rodriguez in high school writing for this musical that yeah. people are really talking about even until now. Like, every time I talk with oh. uh, mga St. Paul friends, they're like, oh, yeah, she wrote a song or she wrote the musical. Uh, what was that musical? Ba? Na parang yeah. Everyone's like, Oh, this musical is like so good. She wrote this song with I, I forget the title, but it's, somebody just told me about it recently. Hello to Janine Savalia. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna ask if it's her. But yeah, it's ma pasa akin. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Okay, so the musical was It's Not You, It's Me. It's basically about a lot of different couples going through a lot of different stages of their relationships. And I was one of the writers and the musical director. So I wrote most of the songs. Siguro mga 80-90% of the songs in the musical. Wow. I mean, do you ever, I mean, at this point, do you ever consider like making, parang making a comeback for that kind of like thing or like reviving that musical into like your own music? 
in a sense, concept album, mga ganyan. Oh my gosh. It, it would be interesting. Kasi if I, when I listen to the songs that I wrote in high school, syempre mayroon, mayroon cringy moments na ano yun, parang, why did I write that way? Or why did I use this word or that melody? Um, so I guess it's a good thing that you kind of see that you improved. Pero at the same time, it's nice to look back then. So maybe, yeah, maybe sometime in the future, I could probably pluck out a couple of the songs I did in high school. Yeah. Then, and, well, parang, I mean, syempre, I want to know. I mean, I I kind of know the answer because, you know, I've been <laughs> accompanying you a while, for a while now. I mean, pero what made you, like, actually want to pursue this as a full-time thing? I mean, syempre, coming from grade school and you know that you've done well in high school na, you know, this is... uh track or a field that you really want to pursue full-time because like you know college you know parang, oh what do you want to do and i'm like right. for me i was like i don't know i just like media so whatever comes my way but for you like what was that thing that really drove you to this like to where you are now i think it was a lot of a lot of different factors really pero Siguro one big thing would be seeing my dad in the music industry also because my dad's from um my dad used to be in a show band so he would be out of the country often that was he would he also had experiences in theater like here in in our place they used to um hold plays here or musicals here so i i would see my dad practicing at home and stuff like that but i didn't really know that i had the talent or the skill um yeah, I didn't know that I had the skill for it, but it was weird in a sense na grade school pa lang ako, I knew that I wanted to be in the music industry even yeah. when I didn't know that I could do it. So wow. I, just, I I don't know how that was possible, but I remember drawing it in one of my textbooks. Parang it was a homework na draw yourself in in 20 years or something like that. And I drew myself in a recording studio. And during that time, I didn't really know how to sing. I mean, I could carry a tune, but I didn't know that I could sing. So, yun, parang maaga siyang dumating. I just don't know how. And now the dream is here, right? I mean, yeah. you know, it's not easy. A lot of people think that, oh, okay, you're just gonna sing a song, be in a label, and then you've made it. But, you know, it's really... Can we talk more about that? Na parang, Siyempre, as a young musician also doing this full time i mean how 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 is that for you i mean before deba you started i mean after you graduated you were also doing uh another day job but now that yeah. you you're parang you're transitioning more into like full time uh professional musician and also like a songwriter and mga jingles din diba mga ganyan yeah sometimes yeah so how do you how do you transition towards that and i guess parang how is that whole journey so far? Yeah, I think it was frustrating at first because a lot of people think that being a musician is easy or being a singer or a songwriter is easy. Like, di ba, mayroon pa nga minsan yung mga kumakalat sa internet. Nakakanta ka lang naman eh. Di ba, may mga ganun yeah, yeah. before. It, it takes a lot eh. Not just, not just skill. You know, like, it's not just you singing and hindi parang nagkaraoke ka lang na for fun. You know, it yeah. takes a lot of energy and a lot of um, vulnerability, if I may say. Like, 
you really have to bear yourself and allow yourself to be seen by everyone. And by seen, I mean literally even to the smallest details. Like, kapati flaws mo, like even if they don't know you, that you have to be, I guess, strong or brave enough to handle that. And siguro, before, before I jumped into doing this full-time, there was a lot of hesitation. Like, syempre, stability, diba? It, it's not easy to make a career out of it. Kasi hindi, hindi siya parang day job na alam mo na at this date may matatanggap ako. Diba? So, there, there are months na wala talaga. Lalo na ngayong pandemic, diba? Parang we, we really don't know when gigs are gonna come. Yeah. We don't know when events are gonna come. So, I mean, the answer to that is we just have to wait for the vaccine. Joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Peace we out. Goodbye. Too. That's the episode. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, because we don't control this. Eh. Like, we mm-hmm. can't control it. So, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to be a musician. Especially in a world or in, in the society that doesn't take it seriously. Yeah. Like I I mean, I would like to say that it has progressed. Um, that it's better now than it used to be. But there are still some people and I don't blame them, but there are still some people who don't see it as an actual profession. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, maybe maybe, you know, this time, like our generation, we kind of have to put more effort into making them realize that hey, this is this is real. We're actually this is work, you know, like yeah. as much as we enjoy it, this is also work. And yeah, so there's there's a lot of fear coming into it. Um, not just financially, but yun nga, parang being seen by the whole world. Well, syempre, paunti-unti, pero being I mean, you have attracted people. some people from the other side of the world. Let's put yeah. it out there and let's claim it. Yes. <laughs> right? Claim it, yes. Pero parang yun nga, uh, with that, in mind. Siyempre, iba rin yung, ano, diba? Parang, I wanna talk about this more na, you know, being an artist is different from being a singer or being a musician is being different from being, like, I mean, kasi in this, especially in the Philippines na, alam mo yun, parang anyone na pwede mo nang ilagay dyan at papakantahin mo lang sila, basta maroon sila pamunta. Parang, iba, iba rin yun sa pinagdadaanan mo, right? Na parang, you know, for you as a singer-songwriter, it's really something different na you bear your real soul because yeah. you write about your experiences as compared to like some of the people who just like hey sing this cover or sing this uh i mean there's no there's nothing wrong with being an interpreter for mm-hmm. sure but you know there's still that difference then so i mean how is that uh going for you on that front of things so, parang you know now that more and more people are like, oh, I'm a singer now or I'm a musician now. Like, how do you, like, go through that, like, those waters na parang to stand out, to be able to stand out, especially in this, you know, it's oversaturated Spotify world where anyone yeah. can literally upload a song to Spotify. Right. I remember, I always, always go back to this moment I remember talking to one of my mentors in Elements songwriting camp. His request, um, he I asked him one time, parang I, I I get scared to put out my music sometimes because it might be too personal. 
Yeah. Like it might be like for for example, um a lot of people know naman about my faith and I and I have um a really strong connection with my faith. So some of my songs would be about that, like about God and about my relationship with God. So I was asking him like, can I sing that during gigs? I mean, can I can I perform these kinds of songs during gigs? And what he answered was, um, as long as it's true to you, and as yeah. long as it's genuine. Ayon. So, Caesar Quest, what he told me was that, um, as long as it's genuine, as long as it's true to you, people are gonna feel what you feel. And it could be a different interpretation, pero pero nandun yung puso, so okay na yon. Parang ganon. So, I guess. I always go back to that when it comes to writing my own music and putting it out there. Because it's yung may puso. Yeah. It's just that na, na I really have to bear my soul in order to be noticed in a way. Na to, to kind of um, set my foundation. Like, why I want to do it. Like, is it because I want people to notice me? Is it because I want fame? Because if I'm if I'm after fame, then I really wouldn't be satisfied. Yeah. So yeah, I just go back to my why, and and that's just to speak truth. It sounds so cliche, but pero yun eh. Parang I just really want to share what I know, what I believe in, and hope that you know, kahit isang tao makarelate don. And and so if I reach that one person, then I I've done my part. So regardless kung konti lang yung numbers ko, syempre business side of it, we would want numbers, right? But yeah. But then it wouldn't hurt as much because my my main reason is to be out there. Yun. Yeah. Well, I mean, yun nga eh. At least you have that because a lot of people are just like after it or doing this not because they have a purpose or they have a message to say, but they just want to do it, right? And that's something that's really uh, unique and special about a lot of artists. Na, you know, that's what I commend you guys about. Na, you know, you have, you're working on something because you're passionate about it and because you're actually, um, you can actually do it. I mean, not a lot of people can do what you do. And yun nga, parang one of the things I really admire about your songs is like you can really feel the emotions and you can really put yourself put myself as a listener into your shoes na parang you know it's not every not not all songwriters can even do that even if they write songs kasi diba parang a lot of songwriters are just like writing about other stuff that aren't really as emotional or can really connect maybe i'm your target audience <laughs> <laughs> but, maybe nga, parang you have songs like down the aisle for example uh that's one of isa's first releases under Mustard Music. Let's plug that. Um, but that that was like, wow, this girl. I was like, because that song is about um, imagining yourself down the aisle, basically, yeah. with the someone who doesn't really exist yet and like the journey. And, you know, parang all the time, every time Isa has a new song or I hear like mga songs like... Um, Fragile or Her, which hasn't been released yet. Siyempre, ako na nag-plug sa lahat ng mga magandang kanta ni Isa. But even yung mga um, other songs na even before you got signed to a label, those songs are also really good. But like, I always ask Isa, sino ba na nakit sa'yo? <laughs> diba? Parang, how do you channel that 
those truths from other people or those um mga bagay na nanggagaling sa buhay mo to like put it into like such poetic ways. I mean, ako kasi I just started trying to write songs for like fun or like as a requirement more than anything. But, you know, I was like, how do you even like do this? It's not something that easily can get out of the air maybe. I mean, I guess if you're someone like you or like Taylor Swift who can just write a song in like what, five minutes or something. I mean, how do you, how can you explain that to aspiring songwriters especially or those who are curious about, you know, your work? I I started writing poetry really early. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I guess it's part of me being an introvert. Like, yeah. um, as an introvert, it was my way of um, processing my emotions. Like, I, I wasn't really good with words, with public speaking, or kahit nga conversations with friends, eh, minsan nahihirapan pa ako to express myself. So, I'm sorry for taking so much of your energy right now. No, it's fine. <laughs> but I'm gonna sleep after naman. So, <laughs> but yun, ano, I think it's, I think it's that. Like, my personality talaga, I, I work better when I write. Yeah. So, like, even the, the simplest things, like calendars, I still use actual journals or planners for for that. So, siguro yon yung isang malaking factor. But also, kind of, just being open to a lot of different different sources. Yeah. Like, listening to a lot of different music, even in the ones that I don't typically would listen to. Um, and also, uh, paano ba? Revision is key. <laughs> Revision yeah. is key talaga. Like, there are songs na when I when I look at the first drafts, parang, ah, yeah, okay. Like, buti na lang, na-revise ka yan. So, yeah, when it comes to songwriting or putting my emotions into songs, um, I usually try to look at all angles. Yeah. Like, for example, um, Down the Isle. I was single when I wrote that. And um, e. at that time... <laughs> you were. <laughs> well, but yeah, at that time, parang all of my friends would go to me for advice na parang about their love lives. Parang, bakit ako? Wala ka experience. So, I was kind of looking at that aspect na parang I've gone through so much and I've never been in a relationship. So, yeah. yung factor na yon, like being someone single imagining what it would be like to be married, being someone in a relationship, um, imagining their future together. So, I, I try to look at every um, angle of the story. Yeah. And then I put it into the song so that if you listen to it, like you, Cholo, you would still somehow relate to it kahit na hindi mo napagdaanan yung pinagdaanan ko. Because one of those angles would be the angle that you're yeah. It. Yeah. So how do you make it so universal na parang, you know, anyone can literally like listen to it and be like, "Oh, that's me." Because, you know, some songs are can be that na very personal to you, but also very universal to everyone else who listens. Na parang but other songs, I guess, or other songwriters don't really have that universality and it's very niche na parang mm-hmm. alam mo yun, it's very targeted to specific people only, not na parang if I listen to this song, then I wouldn't really be able to relate to it. But for example, your music nga, na parang, how do you like remove yourself but also keep yourself there? I mean, it's like a songwriting, ano na pala, songwriting seminar. 
Um, thanks for <laughs> being here. <laughs> well, I, I I do love talking about songwriting, so this is fine. Um, I guess it boils down to the intention of the songwriter. Like, if my intention is to relate to people, yeah, then I would have a different songwriting process as compared to I just really want my artistry to show and just target this specific group, then I feel like my songwriting would change a lot. So when it comes to reaching everyone, as cliche as it may sound, love is an un- is a universal language. Like, it, it really is. So regardless if it's a breakup song or a wedding song or even, like, a song about dreams, diba? or Or life. Kapag, kapag dun nakasentro yung kanta mo, makakarelate yung mga tao eh. Yeah. And, and people are gonna see it the way that they feel at that certain point. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Maybe I should do that in my next song. Joke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess since we're talking about your songs, um, let's talk about your newest single which is called Wag. I mean, this is very different coming from, you know, you're really known for um, your ballads, but you know one of your biggest uh, hits also is "Fragile," which is parang different then from what you usually put out. Because parang ako whenever I associate you from with "Down the Aisle" or yung mga other songs. Parang I mean, champre iba iba rin yung mga luma mong um yung mga luma mong releases. But you know that's how versatile I feel like you are, and that's how great it, it, and this new single is called Wag and it's another flavor coming from Isa Rodriguez na um, it's kind of hip-hoppy in a sense, right? And yeah. the message is just so strong and I feel like a lot of people can really relate to it. Like what, I mean, of course, I know what it's about, but for our dear listeners who have not listened to the song yet, it's really good. You should go listen to it. But like, can you talk more about that? new single of yours and you know how it came about yeah um i wrote it early this year before this whole thing happened ah, talaga? Parang yeah, I, I have I it, it oh yeah i i have heard it early on yeah parang it it actually it was actually a long process parang i was i was already writing the the chorus i no 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 the verse i was writing the first verse na Tapos hindi ko siya matapos-tapos. Tapos I would jump into writing other songs and then go back to it and I couldn't finish it. Until one time, I was scrolling through Twitter. Yeah. Tapos ang daming hate. I mean, it wasn't even, um, it wasn't even the hate na universal. Alam mo yun? Na, na, na um, like glo- global issue or something like that. Yeah. It was literally about random people like someone posting a selfie and then they would they would say stuff na parang gandang ganda sa sarili or yeah. alam mo yun like parang lahat meron silang comment and, yeah. and I was just really triggered that night na why do people have to why do they have to say all of those mean things that wouldn't help diba parang if it's if it's constructive then go do it but does it really have to be a mean comment yeah. posted in public for all the world to see? Like, I, I didn't really understand it. So, 
yeah, I, I was writing the song and I wanted it to be about that. So the song, actually, if you listen to the lyrics, the first verse is more for for the people who receive mean comments, yeah. for the people who receive hate. And the second verse is for the people who give hate. Yeah. <laughs> who, who, who forget that there are people behind these screens, diba? So yeah, I just really wanted it to be a reminder to choose to be kind. Yeah, we really and also, <laughs> Yeah, and and also to not let other people's opinions um, drag you down. Like, if you know that you're doing something good or if you know that what you're doing is not hurting anyone else, then go in mo pa rin. Yeah, I mean, ang ganda ng duality na yun for me, na parang you know, as you were talking about universality, this is pretty universal na, you know, it's like, it hits two birds with one stone and you can just relate it to so many things. Is there like, an aspect of this na, okay, boomer, may ganung vibe din kasi na parang, you know, we're trying to live our lives as young people trying to make a difference or trying to forge our path into the world and yet, you know, older generations are like, you don't know how the world works. Bagay. Or is it just really like my point of view that gets that joke? <laughs> well, I think um ganon. But I don't think it's generation to generation. Like I feel like it's so widespread now. And it's yeah. it's so it's 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 wrong, but it's accepted by society. Yeah. Like, I feel like people have um, taken it out of proportion that uh, I am entitled to my own opinion. Yeah. We are, but do we have to say it out loud? I mean, yeah. do we have to tell each other that, hey, when it boils down to preferences, right? If I listen to this kind of music and you don't like it, I'm not going to force you to like it. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to force you to like the artists that I listen to. It, the same way with our craft. Like, if someone wants to post a selfie, then let her post a selfie. If someone wants to post their art and they're just starting and, you know, parang, ko, hindi pa siya blended or whatever. <laughs> like, just let them do it. Like, yeah, yeah. We all start somewhere. Exactly. And, you know, it's so weird to me how, you know, where does this hatred come from? I mean, obviously, you know, we always say that. It comes from you don't really hate that person, but there's something about yourself that you're insecure yeah. about that you put it out to other people, and it's just you know, ang weird na naging society na you know it's still it's very prevalent right now, especially. Yeah. Um, but ayon, parang it's just really nice to have that kind of anthem for that. Pero ito um, pertaining to that, especially right now. Champagne music industry, we're talking about music. And one of the big issues is um, you know, Jason Dakal going on a rampage. <laughs> rampage talaga. On a rant on Twitter about, you know, being an artist and not being respected and having these artista kids essentially just get the silver plate and just like enjoy that. I, I wanna ask you how you feel about that, especially regarding this song, diba? Yeah. Well, when I first read the thread, um, I related to it agad. Because I've, I've been there. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm still there. <laughs> Na, diba? Like, it's, it's not easy. It's not an overnight thing. Well, some people 
some people get to do that. They discover sila agad and and you know they they boom agad, and that's great. But it really happens na um you know you you go to gigs na isa dalawang tao lang yung makikinig sa and you put out music that no one really pays attention to. Yeah. Um, diba? Parang, it, it's, kumbaga, I get that it's unfair. But, I don't agree with the hate towards Michael. Yeah, yeah. So, Definitely. I, I agree from where he stands. Like, I agree with what he's going through. Mm-hmm. But I don't agree with the hate towards Michael. Because, hindi naman natin alam kung ano yung pinagdaanan niya to get his music out there. What if yeah. matagal na rin pala niyang gusto maglabas ng music? Yeah. Or what if meron din siyang hesitation dahil nga sa pangalan niya? Alam mo yun? Yeah. Kasi hindi naman niya pinili yung last name niya eh. And he so, literally like, looks like his dad. So, yeah. it's harder. I feel. Yeah. It, it, well, yeah. Because it's 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 in his blood. I mean, yeah. he he I'm pretty sure he didn't want to be known just because of his last name. Yeah. You know, and I feel like that could be a wound also. Like that could be a pain point for him also na he wants to make his own name, his own sound, but people are going to keep associating him with his dad. Yeah. Right? So, aho honestly, I I agree. I agree with both eh. Alam mo yeah. yun, parang nakikita ko yung point nung pareho. What I really don't get is how the fans are reacting. Oh yeah, that was kind of called for na at that point. But kasi it was just like there. I th- I feel like for me on my end, it was just really the wrong platform to bring it up in. I mean, it's nice to let the world know that this is a thing because it is and we have a lot of issues in the music industry for sure. Na you know, some people do get the advantage, but I feel like it was kind of wrong for Twitter to be the platform because you know how it can, as you were saying, it can just spread the hate even further. And that was what it did more than like mm-hmm. have the issue be spoken about in a more, I don't know, decent way or an, in a yeah. more like um, productive way and progressive yeah. way. It just became like a hate uh, a hate tank to just like, hey, okay, Jason's wrong or Michael's wrong, ano ba yan, yeah. ganyan. And I mean, tama naman kasi talaga and I hope that the music industry really finds like a way to like solve it. I mean, we're here. That's why we're here to like try to change things. Pero yun nga, with what you were saying, I also agree na parang with the celebrity kids, they also have their own struggle. I think that's what yeah, sure. Jason didn't get to like Taken take into consideration na, as what you were saying na Michael has you don't know what Michael went through or whoever artista kid that is and I've actually I mean I've worked with several mm-hmm. children of personalities and you know they also have that their own struggle of like putting parang trying to veer away from the spotlight of their or the shadow of their parents right yeah. and you know, that's a different thing altogether because that might also be your downfall as a real musician na parang, diba parang, okay, your dad's whoever or your mom's whoever, you're never gonna be as good as that person or you're never gonna reach that level or they're gonna look down on you just because you're the kid, diba? So parang that's another aspect that I I hope that's addressed into this because, you know, it's another big 
issue din naman na ang dami talagang magaling na celebrity kids naman eh. I mean, mm. it's not just because they're celebrity kids, but they also have real talent and they have passion and they like what they're doing. But Nakakahon kasi sila eh. I mean, they're labeled agad. And it's, yeah. most of them are really good at what they do. Yeah. So, where they're just not given the chance. And, and I feel like, kasi, okay, honestly, sa industry naman talaga, like, even if it's not the music industry, para may kanyahan yung timing yan eh. Yeah. Diba? Like, you could be at it for 15 years and just get your break right when you're about to quit. Yeah. Or yeah. you can have it overnight. But, but, it's not in our control. Like, if, yeah. if you want to stop, then you stop. If you want to keep going, then you keep going. But, I think we could strive for success without, without, um, pulling other people down. Without pulling other people down and yeah. without discounting their success. Like, exactly. we can all be successful at the same time and that would be even better. We're all in this together, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what Troy Bolton said. Joke. Why don't we just like help each other out and like right. address these issues as peers and as friends and as fellow, I mean, colleagues mm-hmm. instead of like, you know, dragging people on Twitter because, right. you know, it's just like not the avenue, I feel. And I mean, see, Jason has already apologized saying that, you know, he stands by what he said and, yeah. um, but, um, you know, he's, he's sorry that he had to do it that way, which is good to know that. But, you know, the damage has already been done in a sense. I don't know yeah. if it's damage to... Uh, Michael Pacquiao or whoever artista kid is out there also vying for their own success or even Jason himself na, yeah, that's true. you know it also it will also hurt his career in a sense and that's kind of sad because he's actually yeah. also really talented and he has good songs yeah. so and I well, feel like the fans then kind of took it out of proportion also like honestly like I really don't get the cancel culture yeah I mean, same same Jason could have, um, you know, like he admitted that it wasn't the right platform or something like that. Then, then that's good. Then, I hope that he can still continue his career. Alam mo yun, that he can still put out his music and people would still support him and not cancel him just because of that one situation. And the yeah. same way with Michael Pacquiao, diba? If he continues to put out his music, then I hope that people still listen to him. Yeah. Diba? Kasi we can all work at it. On our own careers, all at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Very. I I hope it's really a learning lesson to him because you know, it's not it's not gonna be easy to get out of that conversation, especially. For sure. Ma sa buong industriya and even beyond the industry for the last two weeks, I would say, and you know, even the biggest artists spoke about it and yeah. saw it on Twitter. So it's not gonna be an easy path for any. One, but I hope it opens the eyes of many people also about the bigger issues, and you know it's bigger than all of us uh, talking yeah, about it. Sure. But you know we have bigger issues to fry and bigger fish to fry as well in this country. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> lahat, uh, we get to address that in some way, in some form, and you know support everyone. Kahit di sila magaling, gagaling din sila. I mean, it's a learning lesson. Yeah. It's a, parang, that's what cancel culture is. Parang ang pangit about cancel culture. Now, you just canceled yeah. after one time and, and parang wala na. Really old. I mean, some people really dig up old issues just to cancel someone who's yeah. current. 
parang I, I really don't get it. Like, I can like someone, someone's craft, you know, and and not like what he did 10 years ago. Exactly. You know, people can change. Exactly. Parang that, that really, like, removes the growth from it. Well, although, syempre, I feel like with some cases, it's like these tweets saying or that are racist or are misogynist or something, those might be embedded na in your personality na eh. So, even if you don't right. show it off right now, then Unless you still you have it unknowingly to the public. Pero syempre, that's a very tricky road because yeah. parang, yun nga, you're discounting growth and you're discounting how people can change and how they can have a different perspective at this point. So, yeah. I don't know. If I get famous, I'm probably gonna make my Twitter... Um, Delete all your... No, all I'm gonna make my Twitter... Um, <laughs> ano na lang. Ipa-private ko na lang siya and then make a public account for <laughs> the yeah, future. do that. <laughs> so, everyone already knows my plan. They can now start taking some screenshots from 2012. <laughs> oh my gosh, 2012. Magandang ano yun, magandang YouTube video. Reading cringing at my tweets from 10 years ago. That's a fun, that's a fun thing. I should probably do that one. I will week. watch out for that. <laughs> Ayun, so parang ano pa bang magandang pag-usapan? I mean, let's aside from music, I mean, syempre, music is really a big aspect of your life. Um, what else keeps you going? Especially in these days. I mean, your faith is a really big uh, thing in your life, right? For sure, I mean, yeah. How do you parang keep that intact? Especially na this world is full of distractions and this world mm-hmm. is full of, you know, mga materialistic things. But I mean, even for me, it's really hard to like still keep the faith. Even though it's not like you know the way we are taught in the way we're taught in uh, Catholic schools, like you have to go to church every Sunday and all that. And how especially at this time and as a young person, how do you like go go with that? I honestly get why a lot of people um, aren't as active or aren't as um, in the faith. Um, lalo na people from from Catholic schools na, cause ako I I came from a Catholic school and I I've always um I've always been in the community like I've always served in church and I've always seen my sisters and my parents serving as well, but I would say that being in a Catholic school, um, there was a big tendency to to take it for granted. Yeah, like, because it's it's required. Alam yeah. parang we have to have first Friday mass and we have to do this and we have to do that. But then coming out of it, I think what made me grow in my faith was the personal personal relationship talaga. And I feel like that's really what's important at the end of the day. Because a lot of people I hope a lot of people ask me if I'm Christian. Yeah. Um it, because they're not used to Catholics being as vocal about the faith. Yeah. But I am Catholic. I'm a proud Catholic. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really, it really helps me to know that there's someone bigger than everything. Alam yeah. mo, bigger than what's going on now. Bigger than what I think is going on. And and it helps to hold on to that. 
into um uh, okay medyo okay scripture based but like <laughs> knowing that we're not of this world yeah like, that this everything that's going on right now this isn't the end goal this isn't this isn't the the whole picture yeah. i don't know if if you read the bible and if you have that that um personal relationship you're you're gonna find out that we're really just called to love alam mo yun, uh, so ngayon ang hirap niya gawin honestly kasi sa lahat ng nangyayari diba? how do you love how do you love the country how do you love your leaders despite what's happening how do you how do love you? the people around you <laughs> kasi it's hard like because your eyes are so open to all of these things that are going on so it helps to have my faith to, yeah to really just pray i mean it sounds so cliche lalo na with people now being so aware of the issues diba pero ang laking tulong eh na i get to pray not just for myself but also for the people around me and and the people who have control over these things kasi kasi nagaground din ako na alala yeah. ko na hindi tungkol sa akin yun. Alam mo yun, na kahit yeah. sobrang galit ako sa nangyayari or sobrang affected ako sa nangyayari, at the end of the day, it's not about me. So, what else can I do about it but pray for our country, pray for our leaders, pray for the frontliners, di ba? And people are gonna say, na par, okay, we don't need your prayers. Like, that's not gonna help. But it's what I can do. And honestly, it does help. So, and I'm not gonna force my faith into onto everyone. Like, yeah. I, I don't think that's what we're called to do. But that's what I can do right now. I mean, aside from my songwriting, that's, that, there's really not much that we can do kasi. Yeah. So, so parang, sino lang ba yung pwedeng gumawa ng mga bagay na hindi natin kaya? So yeah, like, it helps now, especially, to to have someone bigger to hold on to. Yeah. Yeah, and that's really nice. I mean, yun nga. I mean, especially in uh, we were talking about hatred and all that. I feel like for me, kasi parang it's really at the end of the day, it's about love. It's about mm-hmm. you know, not not even about for me personally. It's not really about prayer that much. It's more about acting on what Jesus act, how Jesus acted. Na parang okay, I don't have to go to Sunday Mass every week or, you know, but if you're a loving person and if you treat people with kindness, as Harry Styles says, <laughs> I mean, you get what I mean? Na parang, as long as you embody that WWJD, what would Jesus do? I feel like you're pretty much there. That's, I mean, we all have our own, um, we all have our own ways of uh, showing our faith. I mean, for me, that's my way. Na parang you know, I just wanna be a good person, regardless yeah. if I feel this way or ganyan. And that's my way of showing my faith. Na you know, I have that as a guide. And you know, prayer isn't always the. Because parang, syempre, you know, it's also a whole issue about. I, I've we've talked about this before on the podcast. Now it's an issue about um, how people are educated about what faith should be. You know, na it's just like some people like you just have to pray for it, and you don't really have to take action because it's always like yeah, the 
par- parang the it's like faith and action is yes. equal to what happens and it not, you, you just don't pray na oh god i hope i pass this test but then you don't study for this test yeah. malamang hindi ka talaga papasa pero yeah. parang if you and if you ask for the grace and you also study really hard then of course yeah. you will get that grace in some sense or another diba yeah. parang you have to realize that kind of um yeah, the duality of what prayer should be i guess yeah, is, I, is it called duality or like um i don't know what the correct term should I'm not sure <laughs> but but it's true because eh? you can't just keep praying for things and not do anything about it Kumbaga, um I remember like back in grade school or high school, may kwento sa amin na, na parang may nagdadasal, may nagdadasal na sana manalo sa saloto. Yeah. Tapos every day siya magdadasal, every day siya magmamass for it and then nagalit siya. Pero Lord, ba't hindi ako nananalo sa loto? Tapos yung sagot sa kanya, tumaya ka ba? Yun like, it's, it's, it's not, kumbaga God isn't a genie. He, yeah, he's yeah. not just gonna magically appear and just, okay, here you go. I'm gonna give you everything you need. Prayer, honestly, it's not for God. It's for us, mostly. Yeah. Like, it changes us. Yeah. Ayun, the communication with God, it, it doesn't add anything to Him. He's already God. So, it yeah. changes the way we see things. So, if I pray, if I pray for, kunyari nag-away tayo, Cholo, and I pray for you, it's not gonna make, um, it's not gonna make the situation better. Yeah. It's going to change how I see it. So if after I pray for you, I realize like, oh, I could have had some fault in that. Yeah. Then I would change the way I look at it. So I think that's what people don't see because admittedly, a lot of people in the faith um, or before, before pa, na parang iba yung way nila of showing people or telling people how to go about it. Yeah. So so I guess that turned off a lot of people. That, that yeah, I'm sure. Like I don't know yeah. how Catholic children right now are handling it. Kasi tayo we grew up medyo traditional pa wala pang social media to right. have all these ideas, but now that everything is so accessible, you can just TikTok stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't I, I don't know how they're dealing with it. Like are the kids who are growing up now in these Catholic schools still the way, parang the way we were, na you know, or is there a sort of change na in the way they practice the faith? I don't know. We will find out mm-hmm. somehow. <laughs> it's I'm a question sure. Isa cannot answer either. <laughs> I I cannot. I really can't. Yeah, it's just a weird. It's just an interesting query. I feel na mm-hmm. parang how. How do you, yeah. especially in this world right now? Yeah, communities help. Um, because I belong to a community, right? I'm, yeah. I'm in the Light of Jesus family, so I attend the feast and I serve there. Um, and it really helps. You know, ha- being surrounded by people with the same faith. Alam mo yun, uh, you know that people actually pray for you and with you. You know that um, you can run to people when you are anxious about everything that's going on which is what I've been going through and it, and it helps because they they pull you back yeah kapag hindi na tama yung perspective ko on something they they can pull me back and say hey 
um, this is not how you're supposed to respond. Yeah. Ayan, without it being, they don't really force it on you. Kumbaga, uh, what you said, what would Jesus do? So, so the way that you act, it can't be, this is how I pray compared to this is how I treat the people around me. Yeah. So, yun, That's what I really find ironic about a lot of people who are so showy about it. Na parang, okay, are you really, are you really just like saying that or are you living that? Mm, right. right? It's right. like, it's like, action, when, ano, it's like yeah. when, it's like when, like when Gia Gun said, what you wanna do is not exactly what you're gonna do. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. So yeah. random, I put RuPaul's Drag Race into three. <laughs> but it's kind of like that. Yeah. Because you can, ewan ko, parang, hindi naman lahat ng iniisip nating tama-tama. Mm-hmm. Hindi naman ng lahat, hindi man lahat ng gusto nating gawin, yun yung tamang gawin. Kumbaga, like, you have to find the balance din eh. Na, okay, this is how I feel about this certain thing and this is what I want to do about it, but I know better, so I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. See, so you, you really just have to, kumbaga, um, you also have to put in the work, really. Uh, if you if you don't know what to, to do, like, just like in any other situation or in any other aspect, but parang you read on it. You, you you read about the topic or you research about the topic. And it's the same way with faith. Alam mo yun, hindi siya pwedeng basta salita ka lang ng salita or kilos ka lang ng kilos without knowing the basis of what you're doing. Yeah. The basis of what you're saying. Yun. So that was it for our devotional 30 <laughs> minutes. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's really nice to talk about these things because it's not something a lot of young people talk about anymore, right? Especially, yun na nga, as we mentioned, it's a different world than we grew up in. And I'm, I'm still glad that we had that education at the end of it. Yeah, for sure. But aside from that, I mean, uh, anything else? That, I mean, what do you enjoy? I mean, uh, you told me before na you were, you were really into K-pop <laughs> and you're also into RuPaul's Drag Race. And mga, ano mga fun stuff naman yung aside from, you know, the usual that people know about Isa that they do not really know about Isa? Huh. I am into really... Okay. I, I like watching movies and series that make me think. So, for the past few days or weeks or months, I've been watching Grey's Anatomy. Ooh. Because they released uh, all 15 seasons, right? Uh, everything's so, out on Netflix na? Yeah, 1 to 15. Oh, because before the it was like, ano lang, parang ano, 11 lang. 7 and Ay, 11 okay. or something like that. Yeah, like putol-putol. Ang weird kasi, na na. <laughs> yeah, I watched it kasi nung college. Just I stopped ng season 5. So when they put out all 15 seasons, I started from season 1. And I'm in season 7 now. Wow. <laughs> So yeah, I've been watching. So, those gusto mo na maging doctor after nope. all this? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I just like watching, but I, I don't think I can handle the pressure. But I don't know yeah. if I can catch up with like fifteen seasons, of forty I, ep- forty I don't know minutes how I did it. <laughs> Well, I don't know if you can if you can go through sixteen episodes of one hour thirty minutes for K dramas, and I'm well, pretty yeah. sure you can do Grey's Anatomy. Yes. But like from what I'm seeing, like how are their lives so dramatic as doctors? 
I know. It's <laughs> think nga ngayon eh. Parang, what are our doctors going through outside the hospital? Do they get on well, planes together and like, <laughs> stuff happens? I'm not gonna spoil it, but I have already been spoiled. Oh no! Or, um, I don't know. Do they randomly have a musical inside the hospital? <laughs> That's so weird. I think that was the only episode I've ever seen of Grey's Anatomy was the musical episode. And then you didn't watch na. Di komanta din sila ng Chasing Cars, di ba? Kasi Chasing Cars yung... Tama ba? I think so, yeah. If I remember correctly. Isn't Chasing Cars one of the early, like, theme songs in the show? Yeah. And then they had, like, a musical rendition or something. It's very... <laughs> it's, it's fun. It's fun to watch. And I don't know. Even though I don't understand most of the terms, it's just really fun to watch. That and a lot of dystopian films... Which is kind of weird because when I watch it, it reminds me of reality, which scares me a lot. It's crazy, no? Like, you know how we watched Hunger Games and we watched Harry Potter and we read these books as well. And then you just see that, oh, this is what's happening outside. Right? I watched um, the whole, uh, the trilogy, the Hunger Games trilogy and also Maze Runner. Yeah. Um, And... Okay, this might spoil some people, but one scene then the last part ng ano nga yung last yung third sa Maze Runner. Basta yung last movie. The part, uh, Scorch Trials? Joke. Pangalawa yata yun eh. No, that's the second. Basta yung third. Mayroong scene dun na parang they were all outside wearing masks. Wearing OMG. face masks. And, and they were looking for um a cure to a disease. So parang I was watching it and I was like this is actually happening right now. And it's it's so scary. Yeah. But I don't know. But I still watched it. <laughs> it reminds me of when I watched Contagion when it first came out in 2011. And, you know, we were just... These kinds of things, like pandemics, were just like an afterthought because the last yeah. worldwide one was SARS in 2003, I would say. 2002, yata. Two, two. And... Parang watching Contagion back then was like, you know, just fiction and like, you know, how it came from, uh, spoiler alert, again, I, I don't know if you've seen Contagion na. Not yet. Uh, sige, never mind. <laughs> Maybe you should watch it. Okay. Um, but yeah, parang when I saw that and then this all happened, I was like, oh, it's just like the movie Contagion. And then they released Contagion on Netflix and all those oh things. Oh my gosh. It's so scary. Yeah. But we still watch anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how we cope nowadays. Yeah. You know, all the opas and the pretty Korean girls and, True. you know, all the K-pop boys and girls. Yes. These are really nice. I mean, these are really nice things that, you know, people take for granted also. <laughs> but I guess as we end this, uh, any last message you want to say or any last, like, parting thought that you want to give before we head to our last segment? Well, I would just say to, you know, just to choose to be kind all the time. Um, we never really know what anyone else is going through or yes. how we're coping. You know, we cope differently. So they could seem really bubbly and really positive on social media and you, and you wouldn't know that they're going through anxiety or yeah. anything else when they're alone. So yeah, just really choose to be kind and always check up on your friends especially the ones who don't reach out yeah always check up on them and 
yeah, just, you know, we never know what's going to happen. So make the most out of your time. And that doesn't mean like do everything productive that you could think of. Just really take care of your relationships also and yourself. Your yes, mental health is also true. very important. Take care of yourself. Go, um, go and buy so much Shopee to take care of your mental health. That's Boodle. me. <laughs> Boodle, I'm the Boodle Nation thing. So that's like my coping mechanism. <laughs> Fair, that's true. That's true. Thank you for that. And now we reach our last segment, which is kind of related to the, what we were already talking about, which is our pop stop or our pop culture recommendations for the week. Since Macy Nabina si Isa Kanina, I'll let her say it after me. My recommendation for the week. Uh, I watched um It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood on Netflix. I'm not sure if you've seen it yet. It's um Tom Hanks' portrayal of um Mr. Rogers, who's like an, a famous American children's TV host. And it's just like what we were talking about. It's really so pure and so wholesome. And it's about being kind and sharing that to the world and it's just really moving um mr rogers isn't a popular figure here in the philippines we i never really heard of him until like last year yet or two years ago but seeing that and the story that was portrayed was really nice and yeah uh just watch it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood i feel like if you're a crier in movies you would cry because it's that good so i recommend it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood and I will be watching the documentary about Mr. Rogers soon enough. It's called um, Would You Be My Friend Naman. So that's like the real Mr. Rogers. And then Tom Hanks' version is in It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. So yeah, really good stuff. Um, it made me like, you know, um, I came from a pretty rough night the, the night that I watched it. But like that put me into perspective about how you should treat people despite uh, the feelings that you feel and how you should act upon it. And funnily enough, parang, you know, the day, the day after, I uh, I acted based on what I learned from the movie, essentially. So, you know, it's really nice to have wholesome media that's not like three, six, five days or something like that, <laughs> which I haven't seen either. I heard it's pretty, like, Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> but, um, ayun, um, ikaw isa, any other recommendations aside from like Grey's Anatomy? I just finished watching season two of the Umbrella Academy. Ooh, I haven't, really I've yet to see that. You should. I really do have a big crush on Ben. Everyone's <laughs> saying that. People, yeah, but a lot of people are like saying that they have a crush on five, but I, I've had a crush on Ben since season one. And he has and more exposure this time, right? Yes, and I love it so much. You guys should watch it. I love it. I love it so much. Um, I don't know. I'm into those kinds of things. Like the whole um, mutant. I mean, I'm not sure if, if that's the term. But, um, yeah, superpowered but people. Yeah, because it's just so interesting to imagine what it would be like to have actual superpowers. Oh my gosh, you should watch like, My Hero Academia then. Have you tried? You should. I mean, I've said it before, again and again, but watch it on Netflix. It's an anime, My Hero Academia. Oh my gosh. It's like nonstop. Watch it right after we talk. Like, don't sleep. Okay. Oh my gosh. I swear. I swear to you. I started with one Funko Pop 
and then I just duplicated because I love the show that much since I started. Uh, okay, I will give that a try. Yes, yes. I'm. I'm. Oh, I'm and like, I have one more thing. Go. Oh, sorry. I have one more suggestion. It's kind of a Tita thing, but Unlocking Us by Brene Brown. It's a podcast. Ooh. I, I listen to it on Spotify. But basically, she has guests over, and then she talks about vulnerability and yeah. emotions and shame and comparative suffering and all of that. And it's wow. just amazing. So yeah, I listen to it. So that. did I live up to your podcast expectations? I hope yes, I did. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> it's always For like, sure. am I giving substantial enough episodes? Hopefully I am, but Yes, you are. You are. Don't worry. <laughs> but thank you, Isa, for being here. It was a pleasure. I mean, we always get to talk, but you know, to dive deeper a bit into your music and get people to know you a little bit more. Where can they listen to your music and um, follow you on social media? Yes, um, you guys can listen to my music on Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, Amazon, YouTube Music. Um, you guys can search for Isa Rodriguez. And of course, um, if you want to see my music videos or anything, you guys can go to youtube.com slash music or facebook.com slash music and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Rodriguez with three Zs. Yes. And go listen to her latest single called Wag. And yes. Yun. It's a really great song. Go listen to it. You will feel it for sure. And go listen to all her other music. It's amazing, I swear. I'm not kidding just because she's here. I always tell her this. <laughs> and um, yeah, and thank you, Isa, for being here. Of course, our episodes can be found on all streaming platforms at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you stream your podcasts. We have so many episodes that you can listen to if you don't have time. So go tell a friend about it and enjoy pop culture and enjoy our conversations or my conversations with artists as well just like Isa, who is here with us. Um, you can go follow us on social media. That's at Popcorn with Cholo, at Popcorn W Cholo on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And that is it for our show. Also, thank you to Radio Katipunan for always airing our episodes and for making all things happen for the show as well. So thank you so much to everyone that has been our episode with Isa Rodriguez. We'll see you all next week. Bye!